Hey guys, what's up? It's Raven and Sadie. <laughs> Fun fact. Did you know that you cannot hum with your nose closed? Try it at home. If you tried it and you think you sound good, you don't. It sounds like a low hum and it doesn't sound right. It sounds like you're humming in your head, but to the outside world, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It sounds... I'm going to do it. Do it. Okay. So this is a normal hum. Beautiful. <laughs> this, is, this is a nose-plugged hum. <laughs> okay, this is mine. <laughs> Period. And this is with the nose plugged. <laughs> so try it at home. But on another note, today, obviously, as you can see, I have my first hello, ever hello. special guest. Give it up for Sadie. Very excited. I need to, be to here. add like the little sound effect where it's like yeah, a round yeah. of applause. Give it up for Sadie. So I really wanted to come into this new year and actually start having guests on my podcast. I've been saying that ever since I first started this, that I was gonna have people join me mm-hmm. so we can have like some real conversations and it's not just me talking to myself. Yeah. So who better to start with? Then gang. Okay. Then, then gang gang. <laughs> my bestie for the rest. Resty. Sincerely, Sadie XO on Instagram. I'm very excited to be here. First of all, Raven doesn't know I was going to say this, but oh, I'm scared. This anything crazy? But can we just have a congratulations for Raven starting the podcast? Oh. She is a woman of many talents, and I feel like this podcast has brought in a lot of joy to everyone's life, and I'm very honored to be here. So, oh, how sweet! Thanks. <sighs> She's Thank a you for joining. Don't play with her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people are really going to like this episode like i feel like this is gonna be a good one because me like, and sadie yeah we always have good conversations always like and I feel every like time we get together oops. <laughs> also real quick <laughs> before i begin i can be aggressive so if i'm swinging the mic accidentally i apologize <laughs> oh yeah we forgot to even say oh yeah this was um mine let me catch up a little bit <laughs> this is our drink of choice today it's a nice little pineapple mango pineapple mango Mimosa. mimosa so grab your drink cheers grab a mimosa and drink and sit and talk with us join us for a little girl chat mimosas with sadie Ooh. and raven and this was actually y'all's idea in the um live yeah. stream so shout out to y'all if y'all are Someone on that instagram that in live stream for that idea and i think we might make this like a little tradition yeah where for she the brings podcast. a guest and a drink That's a guest so and a drink the guests can a come drink but they have, a, a, have to bring a drink in hand drink in a chat yes yes okay so Speaking of Instagram, I asked you guys on um, Instagram to ask us questions. Mm-hmm. And I kind of told y'all to stick to the theme of like, sort of like to the theme of single motherhood, motherhood being single, because fun fact, Sadie is also a single mom. Yes, <laughs> That's I got that- two kids, one is three and one is six. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that her and I immediately connected on and related on and had in common um i think that's a big part of how our friendship blossomed yeah because our kids zaya is only a year older than malachi Mm -hmm. and when we met (laughs) that's the age when we met they they were were three and four right malachi was three zaya was four or maybe even two and three might have been two and three yeah it was the rough age of a toddler yeah the toddler age so we were just kind of like you get it <laughs> yeah because at that time i did not have any other friend who had yeah i don't think i had a single friend who had kids period no because honestly was before anyone moved here because that was before taylor who yeah. also has levi and y'all are really and then 
obviously the new babies in the friend group yeah. now, but at that point I did babies. not have any I didn't mom either. friends at all. I had none. And I think the one mom friend I had at the time was like very married and they still are, <laughs> which is great. Love that. But for like them. that's a whole different life yeah. of surviving as a single mom is just different than being yeah. married with the children and the help and the support. It's just a whole different situation. Yeah. So we were able to understand each other mm-hmm. a lot when it came to that. Um, I know I saw a question in here when I was looking through earlier. Somebody was asking, like, how did our friendship come yes. together, basically? Yes. And I guess we should tell the yes, story of, like... the story. I applied. What you- <laughs> she sent in her friendship everyone application. Knows, everyone knows the story because anytime we go live, everyone, Sadie, how does it feel to go from subscriber to best friend? Which, it's true. They make it sound yeah. so, like... They make it sound so, like, it, awkward it when sounds, it didn't happen like that. It sounds bad. Yeah. It sounds like, mm, should y'all be? Like, it sounds weird, but we just naturally click. It just worked. Yeah. Basically, okay, just to tell a quick yeah, version of the story. story in case you don't know. I did a brand deal with a car company. The car company wanted to tell do you a ride? certain, yes. Oh, uh, wait, no, Palisade. It was Hyundai. Palisade. Palisade. Pa- Palisade. Yeah. yeah. Hyundai Palisade. Um, they wanted me to do a concept where I took a road trip with some of my followers, mm-hmm. like choose a few lucky subscribers <laughs> to come with me on this road trip in this car to like promote the car. So I'm weird when it comes to meeting new I'm people. I'm surprised you even did that. I did not want to do it. I almost completely turned down the whole brand deal mm-hmm. because I was like too nervous about it basically but my mom was like no like we could do it where we can kind of vet the people before you meet them and like I'll make sure that it's like good people Mm -hmm. like you don't have to worry like she she was gonna kind of interview the people a little bit so my mom helped me like pick a few people I don't remember what we initially I think maybe I posted something to my story can I tell my part because this is okay you tell it from your perspective I'll tell this perspective because this is like a perfect jump so my perspective is I've always been a supporter of Raven for like probably like two to three years since before before we met um but the crazy thing is is I don't ever go on Twitter like even you know me now I probably tweet like once every six months I don't ever go on Twitter but at the time and it's crazy because it's crazy how like things can change in your life like where you feel like you have no like I was in a time at the point exactly how you were like I felt like I didn't have any friends I was fairly new to Austin I was like you know in shambles with my ex Mm -hmm. but I remember going on Twitter and you or your mom had posted something about like meeting up with you and I remember just thinking like oh I'll fill it out but I didn't ever think anything of it and then your mom I think texted with me or yeah. she she texted me she was like you were the first one to fill it out and I was like no way like it was just so and I remember crazy my timing, mom the like, timing of me checking Twitter because she was like kind of sending me people like as they were filling it out for me to kind of look and see yeah. like who I wanted or whatever and I remember she sent me you that's so and funny. I remember yeah. being like oh she looks familiar like I feel like I've seen her yeah. like maybe comment on yeah. my post or something like that and I'm like okay yeah like I remember thinking like I want her Aww. like she looks cool she looks cool I never knew that to this day we never talked about that oh yeah I, I definitely was like okay yeah she looks cool I'm, I feel comfortable like having her and then it was some you know you got a vet there was probably some crazies yeah in there. You just but then her know. mom facetimed me so her mom facetimed me and we just like it was a very natural conversation she was just like asking me about things and she was like 
Uh, just so you know, Raven's not good at these types of things. Putting me on blast. She was like, she's really, she was like, she may seem like she's outgoing, but she's really socially awkward. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Because now that you know my personality, it would be very weird. Even if someone's shy, I usually can make people feel pretty comfortable. Like, if we get along well. Mm-hmm. You know what you're I mean? Really, you're not socially awkward No. So, unless I, like, feel uncomfortable. But then, Even yeah. still, I feel like you're, I just you mad. have the type of personality where you can just make it work in any situation. Yeah. Like, just assimilate. Make it not awkward. Yeah. And I think your mom said something about, like, oh, this is perfect. Like, you'll be, like, the mesh or something like that. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, because I remember my mom came back and, like, she gave me the report of yeah, everybody's yeah. interview. And she was oh, like, really? and I talked to this girl, Sadie, and she has a really fun, bubbly personality. So <laughs> she'll help, like, make it fun. <laughs> like, I think she'll be good to have in the group to kind of, like, get y'all That's talking funny. and stuff. And it was very true because that definitely was, like, how it went. Yeah. Like, you. That was so. It, was it wasn't, fun. like, awkward on the, on the little. No. road trip that we did for the video and then basically long story short after that like we all kept in contact after mm-hmm. the video um and then i don't remember the first like official hangout after that i think the very first time we hung out after that was we went and got lunch at the domain with a couple of people mm. so do you remember that it was me you and another girl in the group and we oh, went to yeah. go to somewhere at the domain. And I remember <laughs> those two ladies came up to us after and they're like, do you want to come to our house? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember now. I remember now. Yes, we did. So we did I think like what's funny between our friendship, <laughs> we just instantly clicked because yes. there were certain things that we happened. We could just look at each other and be like, oh. certain things that happened when we first started hanging out where we yes. just looked at each other and like you could tell. It was like just, the telepath. You know what the other person is thinking and y'all are on the same page yeah. and we were just kind of like, okay. So we know that we're yeah. on the same page. Yeah. So we like, we're good. And it's funny because our personalities are very, very different. I'm very kind of loud, bubbly, outgoing, like very touchy feely and Raven's like the opposite, but it just like, it works with our you, friendship. It balances out, yeah. I feel like. You yeah. know, it works to have like a quieter one yeah. and a more bubbly one. But we it's really crazy. like the, to answer the question that somebody asked, like what really um, brought us closer is just us being, being able moms. to relate on being moms, not only just being moms though, but mm-hmm. being single moms specifically, having kids who were the same similar age, right. and just like having all that in common to yeah. be able to be like, hey, I'm dealing with this do you can you relate mm-hmm. do you have any advice because you're, you're dealing with the same thing so we were able to have a lot of like yeah. deep conversations early on in the friendship and just like connect on a deeper level i feel like yeah. just because of those yeah. similarities i feel like relatability isn't always necessary in friendships but i feel like for us it was really like it made us really close because i feel like there's something unique about being able to find mm-hmm. someone who is in your same position and like can really truly empathize sympathize and understand and not just be like oh i get it it's like no i get it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah i agree like you have different friends for different reasons basically yeah you know what i mean and say different hats for different cats different different roles that they play in your life too and different ways that they're able to add value to your Mm -hmm. life or help you um i have a lot of friends who don't really relate to me in any way shape or form like we basically don't have much in common um but that's fine like they're still like able to add value to my life because i'm able to learn from them because Mm -hmm. they're different than me but like you said our relationship is more based on having things in common and having someone to talk to when you just need somebody who really gets it 
Because sometimes, you yeah. know, people are just kind of like, you know, I've Dang, never been there. Right. Like, that's crazy. Sounds crazy for that's you. crazy. <laughs> Not for me. Sorry you're dealing with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't really know what to say. And yeah. it's like, you can't fault them for that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, of course. But like, it's so nice yes. to be able to turn to someone Who sometimes. And they're actually like, no, like, I get it, you know? And like, just being able to help each other with things. Like, it was completely, I feel it was completely God's timing of when I met Raven mm-hmm. because of what I was going through. Like, yeah. oh my gosh I'm gonna get emotional <laughs> but it's just it's so crazy like to think of like how actually big of a role you played in my life at that point as a friend like being able to just be there for me through those situations and like being able to talk about your experiences you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and same for me too yeah. because like I said I did not y'all know and y'all say this all the time in my content whenever i'm like throwing parties now you're like it's so nice to see you with this circle of friends that you're able to have these parties because y'all know i did not have friends before this i didn't have friends like period i had like my two friends that didn't even live here and like sadie was kind of the i feel like it was when i started hanging out with you that it was like this snowball effect of actually building (laughs) a real friend circle and now it's like sadie taylor rell like everybody and we all get along we all hang out we have an amazing friendship we really do like Like, the whole circle that is something that i see stories like on tiktok of friends oh my friend did this my friend i'm so happy that i can't relate to that Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even they always we say, have like, such if, you, a solid if you and your group. friend group take a trip to Miami, like, we've good done luck. it twice. We've been to Miami we've twice. We've been to Puerto Rico. We've been through we've some. Been, <laughs> we've been to some. <laughs> when it comes to travel, <laughs> travel experiences. <laughs> that might be uh, for, for another podcast. Yes. Maybe, but, um, okay, let's get into another the question. The questions are like all random, so I feel like we might jump okay. around a little bit. So, just. A Miss K, sorry if I'm butchering y'all's usernames, but she asked, "Do we have a schedule for me time or alone time?" Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is very important for me. I get overstimulated and keep in mind, Sadie has two children. I have That's- two children, and this may not seem like it relates, but I also have pretty intense ADHD. Anyone out that there, if relate. you have ADHD, you understand like the overstimulation and like even though i'm a very socially bubble bubbly person when i'm out my social battery goes away very quickly and i'm like i just need to be alone for a little bit so for me and we're very different in this and raven can talk about her experience i like to just go out and go by myself like so solo dates. yeah yeah i love solo dates and i want to do solo travel soon like my kids are with their dad i'm fine with sharing this every other weekend and thursdays so usually i'll either purposely not schedule anything so i can do stuff by myself Mm -hmm. like go to the movies like that's usually when i get my nails done and stuff like that hang out with my friends um and on thursday nights too because i feel like that's how i like recharge mm-hmm. and just like have little moments to myself yeah because you, you know? need that to be able to yeah go into the next full week of motherhood yeah. and all the things yeah which i feel like for you you have especially recently i feel like you've gotten a really good routine yeah of that of like being by myself having it scheduled you know every other weekend whatever doing your solo dates um for me and then also to like it kind of works with ties into your job schedule and stuff like that like yes. your work schedule mm-hmm. so i feel like you have like more of a set 
mm-hmm. routine yeah. to it and certain carved out days that are just already on the calendar. Yeah. For me, it's a little more random mm-hmm. because my work life is very yeah. random. Work schedule kind is just of always all over the, the place. Um, I don't have a set schedule with Zaya. She's either with my parents mm-hmm. or with me. So I do get my alone time. Like I do still have the opportunity because I have my parents' help, but I don't have it on a set schedule. Yeah. And that's probably something I need to work on. I do want to see you have more intentional self-care days. I, and that's been something I, that Sadie yes. is, is really good about, like encouraging Are and you reminding. But doing something yeah. for you. I because Raven works so hard. We all know that. Raven is a very hard worker. Sometimes I feel like you deserve more for just you and nothing else in return. Yeah. Like just it's go the, book it's a spa the, trip every other weekend. The whole thing about like everything could be content. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, I could go on this solo day, but I yeah. could record it. You yeah. know, I could go to this spa trip, but I could also record it for content. Yeah. And then it's not really self-care if you're like recording everything. Yeah. So I need to be better about like put the camera down, take a real day mm-hmm. off, schedule it out, have it on the calendar because I could like I could definitely let my parents know ahead of time, hey, on this mm-hmm. day, I want to go to the spa. Can you watch Zaya? Have Zaya. Mm-hmm. They probably can. They usually are pretty available. So I just need to be better about like intentionally doing that. I'm an introvert. Yeah. So I definitely Raven is need very introverted. my alone time. And I think the way that I just kind of do it currently mm-hmm. is like when I do randomly get those chunks of free time, more than likely I'm going to choose to stay home. Right. And chill. I'm not going to use that, my that free time. That could be a form of recharging. You it know what is, I mean? Like, but then it's like, you'd still have to have that balance yeah. of going out and yeah. hanging out with friends and traveling and doing stuff, but also staying home. Mm-hmm. So, but I do feel like short. you've done a lot. Like I can see a lot of improvement in like saying no to things that are going to yeah. be too much or overwhelming. Yeah. Over, you know what I mean? Over extending myself. Yes. Overextending like it's okay to say no and i will (laughs) (laughs) one thing about me i have no problem saying nope (laughs) no have you seen that on tiktok everyone's putting n-a-u-r why are they doing that like australian oh i can't do it but like no no oh that's what it is i have no problem i have no problem saying no Okay, here's a random right. question. I don't, okay. This is kind of a hard question. Ooh. What is, let's just say, one of your biggest fears about raising children? <sighs> just, a, just a deep, There's so much you uh, can say to this question. My biggest crippling anxiety and fear with my children is like something happening to them. Yeah. That is like... I feel pretty confident about the way that I'm parenting. I feel pretty confident in the children that they are. They're only three and six, but they're good kids. Mm-hmm. I know they're going to be great humans. My fear is more so the Other uncontrollables. People. Yeah, This is a horrible world. You know what I mean? I can't and won't be able to be there all the time. And it's like, that's yeah. my big, that's what gives me anxiety and like stress if i'm ever just and i really start to think about it yeah i was gonna say the same thing like just the the uncontrolled factors out Mm -hmm. in the world just other people honestly like anytime your child is away from you 
is scary even if they're just at school even if they're just whatever anywhere you think, you think it could be a, it's supposed it's a to be a safe space. space like school is supposed to be safe it's not you know nowhere is really 100 percent safe no. you can't trust anyone I, that's why zaya has Literally. never had a, a babysitter or a nanny no. other than Neither only have people Malachi and Alea. who have kept our kids is within the our circle yeah you know what i mean either it might be a friend or for me it's just my parents yeah and i've only had the only a, a time anyone's ever watched my kids is i was at the house when i was sick i've so never we don't even, like I've we never, don't do babysitters no, no. we don't do nannies of course they and I, it's not and that i don't like trust that. raven or vice versa it's more so like i don't know i think if it came down to it we would right. trust each other right but it's like but even still it's just like it's yeah. hard to be away from your kids and trust somebody so that's like my biggest thing yeah me too even and then even in the sense of like not necessarily um physical danger but even just in the way that they can be influenced mm-hmm. mentally you know what i mean and yes. like because not everyone raises their children right. the same right i will say that mm. <laughs> but one thing i feel like is we have a similar parenting style mm-hmm. of like how we raise our kids you know okay positive note what is your favorite part about motherhood oh on the other side of that question it's just so much good <laughs> My favorite part, okay, my favorite part, I just think it's so crazy. And maybe this is like, I don't know if other people are going to understand this. To me, it's just the simple fact that like, you're my kid. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, to watch this little Little. human grow up (laughs) and turn into a whole person. That's crazy. And to just know that like, that's your, you made that. That's your DNA. Like, that came out of your womb. And it's just so fun and interesting to see like as they grow and like we literally milked them to age <laughs> it's really crazy to think about talking back the <laughs> way that it just starts as a little embryo right? and now it's a whole person standing there talking it's back to you crazy i feel like my favorite part is like i'm really a whole child at heart and i used to teach and i really enjoy just like the fun stuff like Sadie is a very like, and like get down with you on the floor and play with you yeah type of I love like our our tickle fights and like just like those sorts of like the fun part of it you know what I mean and then I would say the second part is like watching them grow and learn is really cool like mm-hmm. it's like you didn't used to be able to do that and mm-hmm. now you're all really the milestones and yeah. like all of a sudden they're able to do whatever and it's like yeah. crazy to see. and it's like, like the way zaya, they change zaya right now just learned how to read fully yeah she can read. and it's crazy it seemed like it happened overnight she went from literally you know knowing her abcs to all of a sudden she can look at anything and read it and zaya is so intelligent and artistic mm-hmm. she is so and that's also artistic. fun to see just like, like raven what yeah what traits they end up like, taking from you yes. or that are similar to you yeah and also the different ones but like it's cute to see which ones are yeah. like the same zaya is for sure you that's mm-hmm. just chef She's tony and raven duplicated <laughs> but she looks just like maya that's yes, what everybody she says. does look like maya but she act like okay this is kind of a good question <laughs> i might be a little hard to answer but they said what recommendations would you suggest to friends who are trying to support their new mom friend so you're a friend of someone who is like newly pregnant or just had a baby how can you be supportive to a new mom this is a good question because i have we have a friend named taylor Mm -hmm. taylor she just had an infant um she has a significant other um and i would say my answer would be to like just show up and be there 
with plans. And what I mean by that is like, I don't ever usually ask like, what do you need? What, what do, do you, you need? Cause yeah, don't as put a it on new them. mom, you have mom guilt and all the things. And most likely someone's not going to say, I really could use a four piece chicken sandwich, some mashed potatoes and some biscuits, but they want it. Yeah. So I feel like just showing up like, Hey, I'm picking up, like give options, but don't give options. So for example, if you have a mom friend who just had a baby, like, Hey, I'm picking you up dinner tonight. I'm going to drop it off. Like, we don't need to hang, but if you're going to be home, do you want Chick-fil-A or whatever? Mm-hmm. Make it very like... Or I want to drop off dinner this week, which day works. Mm-hmm. You know And I, I mean? feel like I've heard that for any situation where you might need help, whether you're yeah. a new mom, whether you... Um, whatever you might be struggling with mm-hmm. or any sort of life situation like that, I feel like that's what you need. You need yeah. somebody to, to show up for you just ready to act. Yeah. Be like, I'm bringing this. Yes. I'm not giving you the option to say no. I'm showing up at your door with what sizes, baby, zero to three or three six, whatever. And like, of course, sometimes people might need personal space too. So you got to be careful with like bombarding them, I guess. (laughs) But (laughs) Sadie gonna bombard. (laughs) (laughs) She she would rather bombard you and make sure you're good than accidentally give you too much space yes which i appreciate and it ends up working out for the best usually i've actually never really bombarded you like in the sense because i feel like you but almost because also like i live so far away ain't no just pulling up actually that's not true i did bombard you that one time remember that one time you were like um a little bit sad and i was like hey taylor we're gonna force raven and die to come oh yeah 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 we went out well, to that eat. Wasn't, that was I right didn't before really feel bombarded. Yeah. Bombarding, I mean, literally, like, I did not know you were coming. I'm pulling up right now. Open the door. doorbell. <laughs> like, unexpected doorbell ring yes. is what I mean. Um, which you would do I, if you lived if closer. I, was gen- I would never do that to you unless I was genuinely concerned about your health or safety. Only because I know you're not the type to want to be pulled up on mm-hmm. randomly. You sure? Yes. If you live down the street. You would not come ring my doorbell Unless without I had asking. something in hand. <laughs> like, you know, you, Sadie will ring the door. I was just, I was just bringing I, you. The, I was just in the air because no, I made these I don't mind. I think it's, it's very thoughtful to go out of your way. <laughs> Say, you sure? To come. <laughs> don't lie to these people on this podcast Look, right now. Shake your hand. <laughs> but yeah, long story short, just be ready with a plan yeah. of what you're going to actually do to help them and don't make it something where they have to think of yes, what they need or they, whatever. They, like a lot of times new moms don't even know what they need. They're so brain dead and overwhelmed and just yeah. like frazzled. You're asking them these questions. They don't, they don't. Or like know. another thoughtful thing is like hiring a cleaning service to come by mm-hmm. the house. Like Sending things, food for yeah, delivery yeah, yeah. or any kind of delivery. There's actually a website called Meal Train. And it's where you you can set up a, a meal train delivery service for a certain person. You send the link to whoever you want. And they like pitch And they in. can sign up to when they're going to bring something, what they're going to bring, oh, like okay. donate gift cards and stuff. That's People do idea. that at like my corporate job. And so that's an option too. This person is turning 30 this year. You're 30. I'm turning 30. 30, flirty, and thriving. What advice would you give to women that are still in their 20s? Ah oh, man. Don't focus on them them boys. I was just <laughs> about to say life is not about There's more to a man. life. It is not like my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> How deep do we want to get here? Not too 
Susie. Generally speaking. I will say most of my 20s was spent in stupid relationships that with a man who was not worth my time. Like. Same. And I just, I really, and I feel like no one really sat down and had that conversation with me of like, what the hell it's are you not doing? about men. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like, and I'm a very. Because a lot of people don't. A lot of people genuinely believe, yes, yeah. it is about men. And yes, it is. You need a boyfriend. Yes, it is. You need to get married. Yes, it is about that. A lot of people believe that. It's absolutely not. So like, you're not going to find a lot of people who are going to sit you down and tell you like. Yeah, because I feel like our society really, truly, like what you were talking about on your story, mm-hmm. our society views success as you found a man, you got married. Mm-hmm. Like very like. A valuable woman. Yes. Is defined by. Yeah. And it's like you're not defined by keeping a man first of all all the men i had they got the boots okay so i could have kept are you keeping a man or are they keeping you yes exactly but i would say like on a more positive note i would say like spend your 20s without the pressure of what you're going to do in your 30s like i would Mm. say spend that time exploring what do you enjoy what do you want to do where do you want to go Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like what sort of income goals do you have like i would say spend your time more so focused on things surrounding you not exterior things i see it as like what are you doing in your 20s to set yourself up for an amazing phase in your 30s yeah you know what i mean like for some people it might be getting married and starting a family right which is amazing that might be the stepping stones that you need to get you to that Mm -hmm. amazing next step but not for everyone yeah that doesn't have to be you know your only focus or your only goal like there's so many other things that you just listed personal development health fitness friendships family as far as like your immediate family um finances career goals spirituality spirituality whatever personal goals that you can work on for yourself to set yourself up for this next decade of life and also one thing i want to add is spend two at least one to two years by yourself yes i if, said this on twitter and it went viral have, really if you have been in a relationship listen to me because i'm trying to tell you <laughs> if you have been in a relationship let's say you have a high school sweetheart sweetheart you're 23 oh i think we're gonna get married please and i'm not saying y'all won't get married and mm-hmm. it's not gonna be happily ever after but i think every woman needs one to two years by themselves Mm -hmm. and i learned that the hard way i've been single now almost four years and i was the type of person all throughout like my early 20s and my whole entire life that was in relationships like high school boyfriend four years next man three to four years (laughs) next man four years and i feel like i didn't have a time to just find my identity and it's not a negative thing but naturally Whoever you're around, you pick up on their habits, their interests, their mannerisms, what they believe, you know, those things rub off on you. So I feel like you need time Mm -hmm. to just be by yourself and also to make sure that you're not just with the person you're with for security and comfort, Mm -hmm. but that you're choosing for them to be with Mm -hmm. you. You know, what is it like to not be with them? Right. Do you know how to be by yourself? To not be with them? Yes. Do you even know what that feels like? right to to be able to compare is it better to be with them or not Mm -hmm. with them and i said this on twitter i said something along the lines of i believe that every young person should go to to try to spend like you said a year or two Mm -hmm. 
living alone if you can alone and i understand people got mad at me because they're like well we can't afford to live alone we have to have roommates but move back in okay i get it but if you can (laughs) and however you can live alone if you can not have a roommate not be living with your boyfriend not be tied to some relationship that you're in have a true phase of being single living alone learning yourself Mm -hmm. living by yourself figuring out what that really feels like because that's like your your baseline that's how you like center yourself if you always are living with someone always in a relationship that's a lot of outside influence influence and chitter chatter you don't really i feel like how can you really know yourself no and i know from experience like i learned so much about myself over the last years that i have not been with my ex and i love like i enjoy like solo dates is something i never really used to do Mm -hmm. i love solo dates i love going out by myself and i am comfortable in secure and confident by myself and that's such a good it makes it thing a trait to have to be able to be comfortable being alone to know how to be alone because you never know like you said about the high school sweetheart okay you do get married you don't know what's going to happen in the future do you want to all of a sudden be bombarded with this new feeling of i've never been alone before i don't know what to do with myself yeah and then it's like y'all don't work and then you're an emotional wreck Mm -hmm. because it's like not only did we break up but now it's like i don't even know how to function by myself which i feel like is not a fun place to be in Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and i also feel like if you do like i have the desire to be in a relationship again and i feel that i am going to be a much better woman to that person than i ever have been previously because i know how to be by myself Mm -hmm. and i don't need them all up under me I don't mm-hmm. need them to stroke my ego. I just want them to add value. That's how you build independence. That's how you yeah. build like positive personality traits within yourself. I just think it's, I agree with that. Definitely. It's a long-winded answer, but do those things in your 20s. <laughs> y'all get it. Y'all get it. <laughs> Be alone for a little bit. Somebody said, is it difficult dating financially? <laughs> These guys don't want to keep a job. <laughs> I definitely well. feel like. <laughs> now, no job? <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> we say we have so many inside jokes and we have the urge but we know y'all are not gonna get it i wanted to say it but i didn't y'all not gonna get it but anyways i can relate i do feel like as i look around <laughs> i see so many successful women, women. <laughs> but where the men at there are few and far what the men doing these days there are few and far back I in the olden a, days yeah. it was like the man works and the man da da da, da and these but men now don't want to like, work they don't want to work <laughs> they literally want to skate on by and i know and just, obviously we're, we're gener- you know i'm thinking about what people you're generalizing not yes, every man is like that we're generalizing <laughs> okay yes we from know. our personal experience we know but i'm saying i'm saying if i go to the mall right now go to the mall go to the bar go to any public place with a lot of people if I were to survey mm-hmm. just the general population, what am I mostly going to see? Pretty am I going to be seeing all these amazing options of men who are doing well for themselves? And it's few and far between. And then the other thing is, is like, I feel like the ones that I've come across that have been maybe so financially successful are so egotistic. Mm. And they think because they got a little money mm. that they can do whatever sir you're not that no because mm-hmm. it's not down. just it's not just having the money you have to have you other have things. to have everything else too you know what i mean especially for women like us who don't need a man for a no. dollar 
We pay all. all of our bills ourselves. We take care of our children ourselves. Financially independent. <laughs> We're not gold diggers. We're not chasing after you for the coin. We just would like to see you doing well for yourself. Yes. If I do well for yes. myself. You do well. Why like, would what? I, why would I? And it's not even about being. It's We just want, like, the best way to sum it up is I want to have a man who I can give and do special gifts and stuff for, and it's reciprocated. Mm-hmm. We can go on a random trip in four months and you're able to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can surprise me with one. I can surprise you. I just want someone who's going to be able to keep up with a lifestyle. Imbalanced relationship. Yes. Whether you like it or not, there's a lot of things that happen in a relationship that cost money. Yes. Sorry, that's just life. Everything in life costs money. So if I'm living a certain lifestyle or I want to do certain things like that, but you can't do it or we're just not on the it's same not page equally at yoked. all. We're just not going to be on the same page. Like, how's that going to work? And I have experienced that. Yes, I I have have definitely experienced that. And but again, it's like, are there men out there who fit the bill? Yes. But it's just it just seems like they're so rare. That's the problem. We're going to find them, though. We're going to find them. We're going to find find out. Like, where are they at? Y'all leave the comments of where are these? (laughs) Where did the where did the just got your life together? Let us know. Okay. But not like, you know, because there's, like you were saying, there's men who have money, but I don't want that money. I don't want right. that. You know, some of the, obviously, if scammer lifestyle, no. Right. Me personally, I do get a little bit, I don't know, it's a stereotype, but like rappers and athletes and people who make their money that way, like yeah. super in the limelight, super, that could be a very toxic world or yes. just not even toxic. Even if the person themselves is not toxic, their lifestyle mm-hmm. is a lot. And like I don't want to have to worry about it's just that's a like, lot to sign yourself up yeah. for for someone who is wealthy because of being in the limelight yeah even social media like I and I am a social media influencer mm-hmm. but I even look at other male yeah. social media influencers and I'm like mm, I don't know that's that's a lot to sign, <sighs> sign yourself up for so I don't know yeah long story short the answer is yes we do struggle with that I feel like everyone struggles with that. For sure. Let's see. <laughs> what? How do, you, how do you foster your child's creativity, style them, uh, like grow their creative style, but also ensure that they don't look busted? <laughs> so like letting them have their own little style. Oh, that Lele. <laughs> I'm going to say this. My son, he's six. He does not have any interest or care about what he wears. Mm. He will pick whatever, or or if I set something out for him, he is not the child to be like, oh, but what about this shirt? Doesn't care, wants to get it on quick and be done with it. Alea is almost to the point where she has a say, and I'm nervous about that because she's very... Side note, Alea and Zaya are the exact same zodiac sign. Mm-hmm. And, they have a, and they have a lot of same similarities. Even though Alea is only three, I have a sense that I will experience that with Alea soon. She did kind of throw a little attitude the other day about something I picked out. But more so with her, she's just like, like I took two hours to do her hair in this style. She said she didn't and like she it. Was like, she, she was like, let me check. So she went to the mirror to look and she was like, <laughs> she was like, uh, not this style. I didn't want this style. Redo it. And I'm like, absolutely not. Uh-uh. So no. I haven't experienced that. I feel like you've experienced that with Zaya because she wants to dress up yes. what she wants so to wear. So Zaya is older. So mm-hmm. Zaya's turning seven. And it's been for the past maybe two years for sure that she has 
decided that she wants to have a say so <laughs> she's a fashion queen her hair her outfits everything like that she has her own opinion she has her own preferences and of course like this person said like i do want to let her have her own style and like mm-hmm. i don't want to shoot her down all the time but she's six <laughs> so some stuff that she picks out is a little yeah. bit questionable but i try to just have a balance with it like it kind of depends like honestly where when, she, when she, yeah where we're going if she's just going to school right. beginning of this school year i tried to encourage her to pick matching outfits <laughs> you know i was trying to help her with her outfits. she had a the lot Virgo to say about Raven. it but she had a lot to say about it she was like no i don't like that no like it should go like this <laughs> and it was like a fight in the morning until i just realized is it really that serious like okay so what if she wears a mismatch outfit to school yeah what's the worst that's gonna happen it makes her happy that's what she's comfortable in just let her wear it so mm-hmm. right now i let her pick out her own clothes for school and sometimes they do be mismatched and sometimes she just wants your to heart wear wrenches but you let her crazy things i'm like okay fine that's what you like but certain things if we're going you know going to a nicer place or a nicer occasion i will sit her down and be like okay zaya we're not wearing disney princess leggings with you know the floral shirt with the glitter today today can i please help you pick out your outfit and we just try to compromise but yes i have a feeling that's coming soon with alaya Mm -hmm. because she's she's getting there that's she's already getting there like she'll say no to me for some things like i'll pick out leggings and she goes no not those leggings <laughs> but then i you, i can usually pick a similar one and she's like okay i'm mm-hmm. like oh lord mm-hmm. it's coming so soon any tips to date as a single mom without feeling guilty don't feel guilty <laughs> i feel like guilty about what yeah no. i feel like i understand it because like the mom guilt I guess I would need to understand is where's the guilt. Well, they they also said like feeling guilty about getting a babysitter, like leaving your kid. Oh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess also for us, like like we just said, we don't do babysitters. Yeah. So our kids are always with our family members, you know, with their dad, with my parents, whatever. So it's we don't have guilt about that part specifically. Um. So maybe that's just something we don't understand. But in general, the idea of, oh, I'm leaving my kid to go on a date or to go enjoy myself. You deserve that. Yeah. And the one thing that I will say that I always say is, what's the person's name? Let's, I want to. Jean. I want to talk to you directly, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing that I always like preach, and I was just talking to my coworker about this the other day, is Jean is Jean. Jean is not just a mom. Jean is a mom, probably a sister, a friend, a worker, maybe a romantic partner. So you have all of these hats that you have to wear. Being a mom is not the only hat you wear and being a mom is not your complete identity. Mm -hmm. So someday your kids are gonna grow up and if you completely neglect the other parts of your life, like your self-care, your romance, your work, your friendships, you're going to feel so, and I see it with older adults who mm-hmm. I can see lived that life. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel so, what's the word I'm looking for? Unfulfilled because all you ever did was put 
being a mom over everything. And being a mom comes first for me in my hats, but you have to make time, like we were talking about earlier, for these other areas of your life. And even if you do feel a little bit guilty, like I would encourage you to just feel that at the moment and then move past it because you know you're a good mom and you know that you have to have your own love life. You know what I mean? So you have to have boundaries with your kids. Like the way you have boundaries with anyone in life, Mm -hmm. you have to have boundaries for your kids. And if that means going on a little date, (laughs) seeing that man, (laughs) then do it. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just about um, properly prioritizing and balancing things. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you are never with your kid because you always with that man. Well, that's a different story, Jean. That's different. (laughs) But it's about balance. Yeah. Any extreme, the extreme of never making time for yourself is yeah. bad. The extreme of never spending time with your kids is obviously yeah. bad. Find that balance where you do have quality time with your kids. Some weekends, it's all about quality mm-hmm. time with the kids. The next weekend, you go on a date. You go and throw a little. Okay. Little ass. You know what I mean? And then also <laughs> have a girls weekend the yes. next weekend. And then also have a family weekend with your other family. Yeah. You know, you got to like bounce around. And it, and it helps your mom life. Like anytime we get back from a trip or anytime we get back from something i'm like oh i kind of miss these little kids yeah you know what i mean like it fulfill it, it it allows you to be a better mother in general when you fill your cup up with other things your cup was empty you fulfilled it with other areas now you have more to pour into your children whereas before your cup was just dry and scarce <laughs> thirsty ashy thirsty needing some jurgens <laughs> And then Jean also said, do you feel the pressure to settle down now that you're 30, I'm turning 30? So like, does being 30 put the pressure on to settle down? No, I don't feel much different than I did when I was like 29, 28. People like, make such a big deal about I know being it, 30. I know it's 3-0, but first of all, black don't crack. Second of all, we look young. I yeah. feel young. I exercise. You I are young. That's I don't 30 feel is not different. Old. I know. I don't feel old. I don't feel. I'm not the type of person that gets pressured easily in my st- current state. If I don't want to do something, I don't care. If everyone's doing something and I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel the pressure like from society to settle down. Would I like a little bay <laughs> to snuggle up with? Yes, of course. But I don't feel like. A pressure coming from anywhere and I think part of that comes back to where is the pressure coming from most of the time it's like family or friends my family doesn't and my friends don't yeah same you know I would agree like, first of all I'm a non-traditional person to begin right with. I, y'all would have never pressured me into getting married regardless <laughs> I ain't doing that you know what I mean and like, don't because it's a scam I just don't even normally already and Yes, but I already don't feel pressure with that type of stuff yeah. regardless. So you're definitely not going to all of a sudden make me feel pressure just because I'm turning 30. No. And I agree. My family is not pressuring me, bothering me about it. My friends don't, definitely don't bother me about it or mm-hmm. say anything about it. But I think, like you said, some people have, unfortunately, those people in their ear yeah. being like, well, you're turning 30 Or now. their whole friend group when is married gonna, and they're yeah. the only ones out of their friend group. But I would just say like, don't feel and that goes back to like kind of the feedback of in your 20s don't feel pressure about things that aren't for you yet or maybe will never be i Mm -hmm. was married would i ever do it again i don't know it was kind of i just believe you gotta you you can't harp on stuff like that you don't know what the future holds period 
No. You don't know. So why put all your eggs in that basket? Why be hanging on? Oh, when is this going to happen for me? And it's so fun. You know what's funny? <laughs> Tell me. It goes back funny. to what you were talking about before. Women have such a pressure to get married, have kids. Why don't y'all be pressuring these women about working or starting your business or No, I agree. You know what I, I mean? Like why is this. that the pressure for women? I was just talking about this. When you're going to get married? Oh, bet. When are you going to have those kids? Cuz they just make you feel like you ain't shit if you don't have a man. Yes, you're just supposed to get married, whip out the kids. Cuz the way they phrase it is like, "Oh, no man wants you." Nobody yeah, wants you to marry you. You can't keep a man. What's wrong with you that mm. you're already 30 and you still haven't? And it's like, it's not what's wrong with me. It's what's wrong with these men. What's wrong with them? Actually, the, I don't even call the previous ones men. <laughs> I'd say boys. <laughs> because not, like, that's just not fair. That's not fair. It isn't. And you know what's also, I think, an interesting part that isn't talked about enough? I think that a lot of those types of comments come from the older generation Mm -hmm. and the older generation of men were doing the things to be a man so they have this mindset of like um well why can't you keep a man or Mm -hmm. you know etc etc y'all men generation is different than the mean men we have right now (laughs) we (laughs) these 2023 men they're not the 1990 men and then the thing with the 1990 men they may have been doing more of the traditional they was stuff, cheating but they was <laughs> some dogs it's like so it's like either way you spin it why would i want nope you know so that's how i kind of think of it sometimes why would i want to sign myself up for that at this rate do people do you think that people judge you when you tell them that you're a single mom or when you have when you tell them you have a kid or i guess do you worry about that no (laughs) i don't worry about it at all i don't care same that's like do i think they probably judge me yeah Yeah, i guess certain people probably do like especially when it comes to dating oh because it's different people in general yeah just talking to people in general it's kind of like why okay why would they care i I don't think people normally care yeah i mean well there are certain groups of people with certain beliefs who if I say mm-hmm. I have a child and I am not married, yeah, they are gonna side eye me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I have experienced that feeling. Which is not their business and not their But then there's other people who's like, okay, what that gotta do with me? Like, okay, you have a kid, cool. Right. And then when it comes to dating, it just kinda depends on It's a it's a case by case basis the the man's preference i guess or where he's at in life also Mm -hmm. too like does he have kids does he not have kids does he want kids how does he feel about that but i don't say i don't know if i've ever felt judged by that you know what i mean like in the sense of but also i could have been and i'm just very don't care don't care might not have even picked it up yeah (laughs) i feel like i have because you can just kind of tell like the micro reactions when you say something and they're just kind of like okay i do feel like i sometimes get like like oh you do it's like baby i'm doing good oh yeah like the sympathy like oh i'm so sorry to hear that (laughs) and it's like i'm actually doing really well i don't know why you're sympathetic um we're living (laughs) jay majette made a tiktok about this where she was like (laughs) I told the lady at the restaurant that I was a single mom and she offered me a free meal because you hear single mom and you automatically think like poverty. 
And it's like I didn't say I was homeless. I said I have meal. a I have a kid. Like I'm oh doing my fine. Goodness, we've got to do better. So it's just the the stereotypes yeah. and the assumptions of oh you're a single mom you, you must, must be, be down, down bad. bad. No, like, you're down bad. You're actually, <laughs> I guarantee you are more down bad than me. <laughs> These men that I've been talking to, I'm fine. Oh. Yes. Don't you worry about a thing. Okay, here's a <laughs> hypothetical question. When you start dating someone, how long will you wait before you introduce them to your kid? Mm. What's the timeline looking like? I, you know, I go back and forth on this. Because I think, I have I think two you thoughts. can't really ever say for sure. Yeah, I have two thoughts. My first, my, this was my thought for the longest time. And until recently, it kind of changed. My first thought was not till like six months to a year. Like, so that's like how waiting, long I'm waiting a good amount like, of time. Not until we're deep and heavy and like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <Pause>. Whoa. <laughs> not until we're very established. Like, I want to be with Serious. this person. But then I was thinking, what if we're in deep? I love this person. Mm-hmm. And then my kids do not like, and it's a very bad mesh. Why or they like just act weird around you? Yeah, kids. yeah, yeah. Or I see things that I never saw before. Mm-hmm. So that makes me believe. I believe I would wait probably a few months after we've established that we have feelings for each other or maybe are together. But I think I would want to introduce them in a not this is my person introduction, like a party at Ravens and they happen to be there. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of other people there. So it's not like a this is my person like in a group setting where it takes the pressure off and like they probably won't even remember that person but that way i can feel out the chemistry that's and make sure there's no red flags i I mean i don't know don't have too much experience with it to really say for sure but i would think that a good way around it would be to just introduce them as friends first and it kind of works out in my favor because like i do have a lot of guy friends and i do entertain a lot and i have Zaya, she wouldn't know the difference between yeah. all these guy friends that I have coming over to parties and stuff like that and that I hang out with and that and I introduce her to that she kind of looks as, oh, that's just mommy's friend, that's uncle, whatever. And so I could slide in mm-hmm. another extra person in there and just kind of be like, this is my friend. And it doesn't have to be this big deal of like, this is mommy's new boyfriend and mm-hmm. he's going to be like, you don't have to turn it into that. It can just be like, just like you said, a tester, yeah, a tester just thing to, to kind of see. Just to make sure you're not weird, right? How, like, how does he act? around your kid how do the kids how do the kids react to his overall energy and then from there you could kind of like slowly intimate intimatize it yeah like if they're passing the tests like i would probably do that for a few months like stick there three to four months yeah like just a friend group thing because i also (sighs) even (laughs) i i have never brought in a man around my kids because i've never met anyone that i've talked to serious really since my ex so i haven't had the situation happen yet but i feel like even after we start dating i don't know like unless we're serious serious like maybe after years i don't know if i have the desire to do the family events together yeah you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i feel like me being a mom is separate unless we get super serious you know which i know like is different some people have a man they meet maybe they you know are a really great father figure role and i think the way i would see it be different is if the 
man had yes yes if the man had Mm -hmm. kids then y'all end up bringing the kids together to hang out and do kid friendly Mm -hmm. things all as a group that's what i could see and i would enjoy but i do think i agree with you that there's something weird to me about bringing in this technically stranger Mm -hmm. man to be like okay now you you be the dad basically yeah, is what like, you're kind of it saying. would take a while for me like, to feel comfortable, uncomfortable about like, that them playing that father figure out on our play dates and I, I i would like to get there with someone eventually but it would just take a long time before i felt comfortable with that because i don't really trust nobody i've only experienced that when zaya was a baby mm. with the person that i was yeah. dating when zaya was a baby and they were definitely around zaya but that was a whole different thing because she was a baby she had no idea what was going on who like she was just barely young enough yeah. to not understand and so it wasn't the same experience as now when she's almost seven years old right first of all you ain't finna trick her Right. She is actually to the point where she kind of knows. Yeah, she can pick up guy. on like, mm-hmm. mm, like, well, who's that, and what's going on here, and what's really going on here. Yeah. Like, kids, 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 know they do, and especially Malachi. Like, he's been asking me about love lately, and I'm like, what? They're like, getting to that age that where like he, he's starting to understand like there's a such thing as romance and romantic mm-hmm. love. Yes. So yeah. So it's it's like it's just tricky because you want to kind of it's not that you're trying to trick them. I mean, maybe you are trying to trick them with mm, like trickery never hurt. You know, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is just my friend, and like don't think too much of it. But it's mm-hmm. like, but they know they know the difference between how you act around a friend versus how right. you act around, especially me. Oh, I'm such a simp. When I meet mm. my man, I already know. You know what I mean? I'm a very affectionate person. But, not like that, but just like little rubs on the back. Yeah. And, and I feel like your kids are going to be able to look at you and yeah. just feel your energy and yeah. feel your vibe around this person. And they're going to know that like, that's not your friend. Yeah. Like, that is not on? an uncle. Exactly. <laughs> but I would just say, I would hope that when this becomes an issue, like let's say I get into a relationship mm-hmm. or I really start dating someone, the obviously the hope is that if you're good enough to date me you're good enough to be around my kid yes that's the whole point Mm -hmm. so the idea is that well i'm just going to introduce y'all and it should be fine right right like right it should be fine why would it not be fine but it's one of those unavoidable things where like i feel like we can't sit here and try to strategize and try to figure out it's just gonna happen how it happens you might have an experience where it goes wrong yeah and that's okay I feel like you can't hold guilt about that too. Are you just never like, going to try, never going to date, yeah. never going to introduce anybody because you're scared of like it could go wrong? Like it may not be a fit and that's okay. Uh, that's what I, like I said, I have dated someone when Zaya was a baby. Am I still with them? No. Is Zaya okay? Yeah, yes. she's fine. <laughs> she's, she's fine. Doing well. So it's like, that's just one of those unavoidable things in life where what are you going to do? And yeah. it's not fair really even to put all that guilt on us or put that guilt on yourself of like feeling like you can't date and you yeah, can't ever. it goes back to the hats. It's sometimes, you just got to try it and see, I guess. Okay. The next question is, are you scared to have more children with a different baby daddy? Because obviously <laughs> is that, <laughs> just is, make that clear. Just, because that wouldn't happen. Is that blocking you? I'm assuming they mean like, is that blocking you from having another child? 
the thing that's blocking me from having another child <gasps> is who am I gonna have right. the child with? It's not like I just got uh, got somebody lined you know up so ready to be a daddy. I was just talking to Taylor about this last night. Miss Lloyd, Mrs. Lloyd, actually put some respect. On <laughs> Period. Um, I was telling her I don't want any more kids, and she was like, "You're a liar." I also <laughs> agree with that. What you think? You I could agree definitely with me or her? See her. I could definitely what? see you having more kids. Obviously, with the right situation, really? the right man. But I guess what I'm saying is, if and when, when, really, when, let's say when, not if. When you find that right man that you develop a serious relationship with and y'all take it to that level of settling down, I could 1000% see you having a third child. Yes. But just one more. Just one. (laughs) Because after three, that's kind of, you know. (laughs) Slow down. (laughs) I, I could definitely see that. Because you... You love being a mom. I do. You to love my two kids. Children. <laughs> You're still young and fresh and fertile. <laughs> Not fresh and, and fertile and right. Especially <laughs> if, like, if if the guy didn't have any kids yet, and he was like, "I want to start a family with I you." I got these two kids. He'll be like, family. "Let's just have one more." And you're gonna be like, "Okay." <laughs> I if don't you know. felt if you felt safe to do yeah. it, I think you would do it. If everything was lined up for you to yeah. feel like this is okay to do, I think you would do it. Now, obviously, if not, mm-hmm. then not. I think uh, I have two feelings about this. On a deep note, I do feel like I was robbed of a positive pregnancy, positive experience Same. raising children. I do feel like I have a deep desire of having a positive pregnancy and someone being genuinely excited and feeling supported. I'm in a really great financial place. So I feel like it would be a way different pregnancy than what I've experienced. And I feel like I would enjoy that for me. I just don't know if I have the desire to like do it all again. Like I will say the the physical, the literal being pregnant and giving birth aspect of it i know you had two c-sections yeah and those were so from that side of it i could see where i actually enjoyed pregnancy all trauma aside (laughs) i loved being pregnant i loved my little i didn't have a like i had a little tiny belly and i loved feeling the kicks and it felt really special and i felt beautiful and it was intimate like it felt really special didn't enjoy the c-sections well obviously (laughs) but it was mainly like the after part and it could be true that maybe i feel that way but someone would come along and would show me you wouldn't feel those i think i view the raising the child like up to this age as a really hard and kind of traumatic because i basically did it myself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah no of course of course you don't want to redo yeah the way you did it that's what i'm saying if if you were with someone who really made you confidently believe that it was not going to be like that, that it was going to be safe and supported and beautiful and amazing. Yeah. Then obviously that would, insp- you know, yeah, make you feel more comfortable. I could doing see it. like just. Also, Sadie is a hopeless romantic. <laughs> She's a Pisces. You She's know. very always just like daydream. I do love kids, so I would say it's not off the cards. But I also have no man in sight that yeah, I yeah it's thinking, hard to like, even like 
when I am when I struggle with knowing there's a good man out there for me. Right. So the idea of you knowing there's a good man out there for you and you gonna have a baby with him. It's a lot to ask for. One step at a time. It sounds it <laughs> sounds very out of reach. Yes, that's a good answer. Very out of reach. Like a good and I, that's my answer is like I kind of currently feel like right now, mm, no, I don't really see myself having more kids because it sounds very out of reach. Yeah. Like the whole steps leading up to mm-hmm. it. There's so much that has to fall in place to have a healthy, comfortable, safe pregnancy and then raising the children afterwards like there's so much yeah. that goes into it that mm-hmm. has to line up just right for it to be a positive experience yeah. all the way through for sure do i believe do i really believe that that is going to happen for me i 1000 percent know that raven's going to be a mom again now see, sure i just but it's because you only you. got the one okay you only got the two-piece chicken combo no, and I'm, you look, are such and a, the, the same say, way you say I'm a good mom. You're such a good mom, and I feel you too. Also, didn't get that experience, I and I can picture you raising another child with someone. I even picture Zaya being a big sister. She would be an amazing big sister. She with them baby dolls. <laughs> no, that's what I say. I never say never. I don't want to be somebody. Like, I can no, totally absolutely not, it. and then have to take my word back. But it again, it's just who, what, when, where, how, and why. Yeah. I'm so far away. I am single as a Pringle Same. right now, y'all. We both are single. very... Single. we always get back on the... <laughs> like, we are single. We're not dating people consistently. We're not kind of talking not, to... No. No, we are single. Single as a Pringle. So how do you go from, I'm not even talking dating to, to, I'm going to raise a child with... Like, it's just very far away. Yeah, it feels... I will say, I believe it could happen for us. It just feels out of reach. Exactly like what you said. Yeah. Like, do I have the desire to? I don't know. That's a lot. that's okay. You know what I mean? To even just say, just in general, for people who haven't had any kids yet, to say, I want to have kids. Are you sure about that? Right. Do you know what that really even means? Do you know what you're about to have? taxing on the body. Having children. trying to lose this weight. And you want me to have another? is is such a big deal. It's the biggest big deal. deal. It is the biggest thing you it's could ever do. It's the biggest blessing, but it's the biggest deal. You know what I mean? So to even just say, I want to have another kid, you better be extremely sure about that. It's not nothing For to play sure. around with. So I'm just very careful with that, I yeah. guess. Um, okay, let's do one last question. Okay, you pick. Let me try to find a good one to end off on. Okay, here's a question. I'll ask it. If we were in... The man's factory. Build a man workshop. We were in the build a man workshop. Describe the type of man that we would build for each other. You already like know. Like physical attributes. Raven. <laughs> okay, let me do you first. Wait, wait, wait. Physical attributes and others. <laughs> okay, physical for Sadie. Um, tall, dark, and handsome. Dark. <laughs> chocolate. Let me just tell y'all, I like a little dark chocolate. Beautiful, bright, white teeth. Okay. Just very um, like a masculine yes. look, you know, masculine features, mm-hmm. strong features, very tall, dark and handsome, manly man. Tatted. Uh, tatted. But he's someone no who, you know, like he he works in the corporate world and he'd be having his nice corporate clothes on. And you would never know that he's actually very tatted underneath. Yeah. Type of vibes. And he's very well like, spoken and he's mm-hmm. very intelligent, but also he's 
a little bit hood. When you really <laughs> not get too around much, not him, too much. When you really start talking to him, but it needs to have the balance of both. But it does need to definitely have the hood flair. The hood flair is a requirement. Um, the little, you know, hood aesthetic underneath mm-hmm. it all is a requirement. Um, definitely, you know, muscular athletic mm-hmm. build strong you know big you know big body yeah big body big in the gym he he's in the gym religiously he? he's in the gym but like a private he takes gym. care of <laughs> well why you don't want him to be in the gym just yeah. <laughs> he's at, at the home gym yes he's at he built his own home he's gym. at his own home mm-hmm. gym he has a very he does well for himself successful intelligent very successful of course kind and honest and friendly and can be soft and loving and understanding but like I said, has the hood vibe, has the hood side, can, can put me in my place, you know, can turn it up a notch when need be, but knows (laughs) when need be, (laughs) but knows when need be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can control it. That's very important. He's not just off the rails hood. Mm -hmm. He's controlled hood. Yes. Controlled hood. Calculated. Controlled undercover hood. Yes. Okay. That's how you would describe Mm -hmm. him. I don't even want to I hear what you with some points. What you say for about for my for mine. I don't know. Okay. For Raven? Wait, what points the, do you disagree with? The hood. That's a damn lie. <laughs> and also the dark. That's also a lie. <laughs> Not and and I want to clarify. I love a dark skinned man. You that have is, options. I mean, he could be That any is what color. I gravitate to. He could of course be any color. But I wouldn't be surprised. Let's stick with your answer because you. I, I'm trying to lie and I can't. Exactly. Okay, for you, for Raven, I don't see a specific color. I see a build. Mm. I see an, a certain height. Mm-hmm. I see no hood side. <laughs> I see tall, like six four, six five. I'm seeing someone who's very, fi- very financially success. <laughs> financially what? Success. Very financially successful, but in a completely different industry than what Raven's in. I don't see someone who is in the like social media influencing world. Like maybe they have social media, but that's not their income source. I see Raven being with someone who is maybe like not necessarily just in the corporate world, but maybe they are a lawyer or a doctor, but they also um, invest in real estate. They have trust funds. You know, they own multiple properties. So I see them being very, very financially successful, and also not tinkering in. Am I going to drop a clothing line? Am I going to? They <laughs> know they they're know, not tinkering. Yes, they are stable. They have what they're doing, and also they're adding more on. Mm-hmm. I see them being very like busy. You know what I mean? Like, booked and busy. Busy, booked and busy. But I see someone taking initiative with Raven. Like, hey, next weekend, can I take us to XYZ place? You know, are you free? So like taking initiative with doing romantic things. The personality type, I see them being the jokester. Raven loves funny yes. and roasting. Yes. So I see them being not corny, cheesy, romantic. You have to be genuinely funny. Yes. Like being genuinely funny and like but still romantic but not cheesy romantic not the type of romantic i would like like doing nice gestures you know what i mean because raven's not a very i'm less of a like 
flowers and chocolates and traditional super like intimate or what's the word for that like i guess just traditional romance yeah because i'm like more uh like that makes me cringe yes so not cringy romantic but like a different type of special romantic but really really funny i also picture them being a family man and what i mean by that is having a really good relationship with their family Mm -hmm. and i know it sounds funny but i picture them having a really good relationship with your mom and dad like y'all having dinner and stuff together and like you know what I mean? Like, I can just... Because you're really close with yeah. your parents. Honestly, that's true. Like, anybody who's coming into my life, my parents are yeah. all up in my beat. So, you know, I picture him be- like, oh, yeah, me and your dad, we're just going to go... Whatever your dad do. <laughs> Watch football. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to go kick it with them and PJ. Like, you know what I mean? I feel, I feel that person will be very involved, like, with being close with your family because that's important to your family. And even though you may not say it to them, I feel like they would take the step to be close with them. You know what I mean? Very fashionable. Even though they may do these business things, they also have really good like sense of style. Same thing with the hidden tattoos. Maybe even visible tattoos. I like tattoos. Yeah, we I both we both have a thing for the tat. I like I like them to be blasted. Yes, I can't even lie. <laughs> blasted about that and blasted. Mm-hmm. But I picture them being tatted and like. Having like a, they get off of work and they're just this different person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like I described that well. You did. And you went into <laughs> so much more detail than mine. Yeah. I feel like I need to add some to my description. But wasn't that accurate though? It's very accurate. And also you've mentioned things that I haven't really even thought of. Like the about the, the family thing? part yeah. of it. But that is very true because it's like you can't, you can't not have a good relationship with my parents because yeah, of how involved like, they are. Yeah. They're going to be around. You're going to meet they them. Right That's going to be part of it. They literally, <laughs> literally, they live down the street. So that and is I just definitely picture a big them thing. being like genuinely close, not just a like trying to keep face and be cool. I picture them like whoever the person is, like actually genuinely getting close with your family mm-hmm. and like vice versa. Mm-hmm. I see for you, like I see more of being super involved with the kids and being yeah. very like what you said about being a family man more mm-hmm. so in that way where like like oh me and malachi we're gonna go do this and i planned a Stop. day for us to go you know like planning uh, activities and little dates with the like where he just yes. takes them like not even with you or not even asking you like, for help with it yeah but just like being able to take that initiative to like, like do oh, stuff babe, with the kids I booked us something for the coming kids. home with like certain toys activities and, and toys and oh. stuff that like they that he knows that, that they like emotional <laughs> these are like are so sweet. in our wildest dreams i guess which, which is possible. Which is what we're attracting. You know what Manifesting. I mean? Manifesting. Because those men are, you gotta as speak much as shit we existence. talked, I do believe and I have confidence that I will find a man who meets all of these needs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know the time frame, but I do have faith. And I have written a lot of the things that I want in a man down. Mm-hmm. And I've prayed and asked for them. That's so important. We'll see. Write it down. <laughs> say it out loud. Yeah. Talk about it as if it's very possible and very real. Yeah. That's but I definitely could see... And also, like, with me. And also, our men are going to be best friends. Yes. So we could be in a quadruple. Oh, my gosh. How lit would that group. be, though? Our kids are already friends. Obviously that could we're totally friends. happen, though. Our, our men are friends? That could totally happen. Other thing I was going to say is, also with me, I could picture myself meeting someone with maybe a child. 
Like that's not something yeah. that I'm like completely no, no man with a child because that's just not it something just I desire. Yeah, you could. And one thing I'll say is if you have children as a mom, you can still have that as a requirement in your man. Like, don't feel like because you have children, you can't still have that preference because mm. I think you can have whatever preference you want. I think I'm kind of attracted to men who because maybe have a child because you can see, be, are they a good yeah. dad? You can kind of see off. There's rip. something to be said for being able to see those characteristics. Yeah, are already. they with their kids all the time and being a but great dad? But that's the thing: is what what is the situation? What kind of dad with the kids? Right. So yes. it depends. That's why if a man has kids, I'm very interested, and I have a lot of questions on like what is the dynamic yeah. of that. But it's definitely not something that is a deal breaker. like red flag where we can't make this happen because. It's like what you said. I could picture them being like, hey, I was thinking we could take the kids to Kalahari. And also, before I ever had kids, I always said I wasn't going to have kids, which this was a question. I always thought that maybe I would just be a foster mom and like or possibly adopt by myself. So I could I would enjoy playing a positive impact in another kid's life because I genuinely do like cl- mm-hmm. kids. And you're good at that. Like, yeah, you've like shown I love proof kids. of that with other kids in your life and like friend group and stuff. That you've so. already done that with. So I could definitely see you doing that for me. I'm Aww, like, Armin's, where they at? <laughs> also comment down below. <laughs> comment down below. If, if you, know you are who fits dark, that tall and chocolate over six, two, Send them our way brown, proud to be around six four <laughs> the height requirement is really what is surprisingly the hardest thing it is. that's what be you know and it's all all hype and all love and i have so much love for the short kings <laughs> y'all are amazing and there are so many good men who are short that's not my or her preference and that's okay i feel like people get so and you mad gotta be understanding and it's like we're tall first of all I have, well, let me not lie. I was going to say, I've never turned a man down just because he's short. But you lie. If, <laughs> okay, let's say I'm out at the bar and a short man comes up and talks to me. I'm literally not going to be like, ew, don't talk to me because yeah, you're short. Like, of course, we're going to talk to you and hear you out. Place. Like, it's not like we're just going to be that mean about no. it. But you got to understand, as taller women, you're five, seven. Five, seven. I'm, I guess, five, ten. I always thought it was five, eleven. Maybe Barely, I'm sure. You about five, nine. <laughs> I think I'm shrinking because I swear I used to be five. I used to be five nine. I'm definitely five seven now. I used to be taller. I think in high school. Same in high school was yeah, my tallest. High school I was five nine, and I only know because like physicals and mm-hmm. stuff. And ever get... since Alea, I'm five seven because at Maybe each of Alea's appointments, I think so. Yeah, that would probably explain it. But anyways, we're taller. <laughs> we're on the taller side, definitely for sure. And it's just like our preference. You know, you want to, you, you just want a little, little you want to feel like <laughs> it's for me. It's about feeling feminine. Yes. I don't feel very feminine when I'm looking down. And especially I am a curvy woman too. So it's like, I'm tall and curvy and I'm just, and <laughs> you, you feel down like there. You, you start to feel like you could bulldoze <laughs> your man. And I'm aggressive. <laughs> so like, I could pick you up. Can you pick me up? Right. I don't want to be thinking about that. I want to feel like, uh, a, a, you know, a cute little lady. And it's like, there's something like, I would love to know the science behind like, there's something so special about like, looking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, like, it just is a totally different vibe. Looking up at someone versus looking down at someone. Or even like, 
looking like or this. Even, yeah, looking it straight just feels on. childish. It feels it automatically gives friendship vibes. Yeah, brother vibes, little bro, little cousin. I don't know, but for me, like for me to really be looking up at someone, you have to be six Super, foot yeah. three minimum. I, I I think my minimum is probably like six one. Yeah, you're a little shorter than me, so you could do like six I think one. Like six one. For me, it's like six, six three. Two. For it to really be like you're taller than yeah. me, especially I like to wear heels. You know, it's so like the height and the build because it's also like I don't want tall and like frail. <laughs> like I want tall with a little. Oomph yeah. On so they so that muscle. they so that it's very apparent that they're like bigger than yeah, you. Yeah, like overall. I can go out like we love wearing heels. Mm-hmm. I can go out in my heels, and it's still like. You know, we're so walking. for me, I was gonna say like for me, that's like six three minimum. How many six foot three and above men do you even know who are financially successful? Not not even to mention all the other way more important factors and personality traits that I'm looking for. It's so rare. And if y'all find them, please send them. Send them our way. <laughs> Tell them send them our Instagram. How okay? How cool would that be if we did a double date blind date? I don't like that. <laughs> I got too much social anxiety for blind date, double date. I would be there for emotional support. I'd be on Sadie like, Sadie, look, you there, there, Raven. (laughs) I would have to be. Let me work the crowd. (laughs) Sadie's good at that. I'm not good at that. I'm not really. You are. I just be talking. It's never a dull moment with Sadie. I just be talking. And I don't know how to do that. My I shut down. Like my mind goes blank, and I just be sitting there like. I don't shut up though. That's why we need each other. We balance each other out. Anyways, guys, I think that's oh, gonna be it. This was really fun. I feel like we did so good for our first. I know. We like, answered a lot of questions. I feel good like. questions, good conversation, yeah. good banter and vibes. Good, a good drink also. Yes. Cheers. Oh, Drink to thank you for sipping mimosas with us. Yes, cheers to y'all. Cheers to you. I was gonna say cheers to us finding our men soon. I'm not in a rush. Soon. <laughs> eh. Don't take three more years, okay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Talking about having more kids, you don't want it to be too spread out. That's the only thing. Oh yeah, because that Lele Zaya's already gonna be that, seven. That Lele is three. <laughs> you have more of a because. Lele is younger. Yes, but she's like, she's like, like writing now. She's starting to. She's fully pot. Once if, they're even the if fully I, potty train for this me. Way, though, even if I got pregnant right now, there will be an eight-year age difference between Zaya and <laughs> her sibling. Yeah, but that's so special. Well, we'll see. Like, we'll see. I feel like the bad things are when it's like because here's the good thing. I feel like the differences are like when it's so drastic, like 14 and then you have a new baby or when they're too close, like zero yeah. and one, that oh, can be overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah, overwhelming. But I feel like Zaya is still a child for the next few years. She still has like a certain amount of things that she relies on you on. So you're still going to have like two children versus like a teen because mm-hmm. that's a whole new world that we don't even know about yet. I would not want to have a teenager but and a baby. But she's still young enough where like you could do similar activities when the, she's like 10 and the baby's 2. Like you could go to some of the same places. You know what I mean? Like Disney World. Uh, either way, or, I need to hurry up though. Either way, y'all take it too long. <laughs> Bring it up. <laughs> 
Wait. Anyways, <laughs> we can make this podcast go on for an additional for more three years. hours. Yes, my so bad. maybe we'll have to come and do a part two. Y'all comment down below. Yes, let us a know. Second drink and a second topic. Yeah, let us know what you thought about this one. What should we change or improve? What should we talk about next time if we do another part two? Who do you want to see as my Who do next? You see next different guests? We have Taylor, Rell, all the friends. You know, um, and yeah. It's been so nice know, talking to fun. you and talking with you. I know. I loved it. Girl Thanks chat. for having me. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Y'all know this way. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye <now. laughs> y'all take care now. Not too much. <laughs>